I'm supposed to start this thing, all right? So, Proverbs chapter 15. Uh, let me get to it. Proverbs chapter 15. And we're going to look at uh, verse... Oh, did, they, did um, uh, Dwayne go out? Proverbs chapter 15. And we're going to look at verse 3, guys. Verse 3 says this. The eyes of the Lord are in every place... Beholding the evil and the good. So guys, like we said, we're going to talk about two aspects here of God's omnipresence. It tells us here in Proverbs 15 that he beholds the evil, but he also uh, observes the good. I know, that's right. I know a lot of times when we come to, I've heard people say this. Sometimes people come to church and say, all they talk about is negative stuff, this and that, blah, 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 blah. You know, first of all, that's all that they just see. That person right there, they got a bad attitude. Yeah. They're probably not saying, or they're probably a carnal Christian. Right. Definitely. All right. So, we're gonna, that's why we're going to look at the two aspects of it. Because, guys, God does see the good that we do. Yes, he does. Okay. But we're going to look at a story that is very familiar. Okay. That is very familiar about this evil aspect of what God sees. Now, guys, like I've said many times. Nobody else may know or see these hidden sins that people have. They may be hidden to mankind. They're not hidden to God. These wicked hearts or these hard hearts. There are people today, Brother Robert, that are sitting in churches today, but that are not in church. If you know what I mean, their bodies are there, but their mind and their heart are not there. That's right. Unfortunately, there are many Christians across this globe that will be sitting in churches today who have that mindset. They are just there out of habit. Act. Act. These vain, remember we talked about in Isaiah? These vain oblations, empty. Yeah. Do you know what's sad, Gabe? Is that I've said this many times before, and it always, it just, it saddens me, but also makes me mad. There are Christians who will, who will sit in our church, in this church, this morning, in other churches, that will sit in Sunday school classes, sit in the main service, hear the message that the Lord has laid upon somebody's heart, and have no intention of changing anything. It's an act. No intentions. There may be some of you in here. You're faithful. You're here. You have no intentions of not listening to wicked music, of changing it. Mm. You have no intentions. You remember what we said in Isaiah. Eventually, you will be consumed. Yep. I'm just telling you. That's right. You have no intentions of breaking up with that girlfriend mm. that you know that you should be with. Mm. Remember, eventually, you will be consumed. Mm-hmm. You have no intentions of stop looking at that wickedness, pornography, and, and inappropriate things mm. that some people get involved in. It's a it's a it's a uh, it's a drug. No intentions of changing. Remember, Isaiah tells us you will be consumed. That's right. That's right. Just a matter of time, gentlemen. Yep. So again, we're going to look at a familiar story about this aspect of God beholding the evil and the good. He's everywhere, guys. Yes, he is. Just like we said in the beginning, he was with you last night when you couldn't sleep. That's right. He was with you when you couldn't sleep and what you were thinking. He knew what you were thinking about. We've told our kids, and again, guys, I use the example. I'm not trying to seem super spiritual or anything like that. 
But I know I do this. If I can't sleep, usually what I do is pray. Amen. It's usually what I do. Yes. I usually pray and seek the Lord in prayer. Amen. All right. So as the the, the first story we're going to look at uh, about this this aspect is turn to Joshua, <clears throat> the book of Joshua, and we're going to look at chapter six. See what time it is. We got ten minutes. Joshua chapter 6. Of course, the eyes of the Lord in, in every place beholding the evil and the good. So we're going to look at the evil aspect first. Joshua chapter 6, a familiar portion of scripture again, like we said, we've heard many times. Joshua chapter 6 is pretty much talking about Jericho. The conquering, uh, when the uh, God's people conquered Jericho. Okay, we've, you've been coming to church for a long period of time. You know, you've heard the story about Jericho, how God told him to uh, the first day to go around the walls once, second day go around uh, once, and all that. Then he got up to seven days, and then he said, "Go around the city seven times." So look at Joshua chapter six, and look at verse fifteen. And it came to pass on the seventh day that they arose early about the dawning of the day, and compassed the city after the same manner seven times. Uh, only that. Uh, only on that day they compassed the city seven times. So again, as we said, they went around the city instead of once the other days. The seventh day they walked around seven times because so that's what God told them to do. Yeah. You know, guys, let me say this. Sometimes God will give you instructions to tell you to do something that to us don't make sense. Do it. Right. Do it anyway. That's right. Do what it is. Because His thoughts are not our thoughts. That's right. His ways are not our ways. Exactly. Who are we to tell God? Are you sure? Right. Really? Think about that now. Who are we to question anything that God says? That's exactly right. That spoke this world into existence. Yeah. Our pastor was talking the other day that we've, I think I kind of mentioned it here before. In the beginning, when, you know, when God created this world, it says in the beginning, uh, the Lord said, let there be light. And there was light. And I think sometimes we don't realize that there was light, but there was no sun at that time. The sun hadn't been invented yet. That's right. The sun that we see now to give us light, it wasn't invented yet at that time. God said, let there be light, and boom, there was light. It was there. Mm-hmm. So the God who spoke this world of existence, who are we to question him? But yet, so many Christians, so many Christians do. Mm-hmm. And if we're honest with ourselves, uh, Malik, we have done it too. Yep. There's been time you say, what, what do you mean? When you say, well, God, why? I don't understand. Yeah, why? I mean. Why? Why? That's questioning God. Yes, it is. Now, I do understand sometimes that comes in... Uh, 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 during pain, you may lose a loved one, right. and you don't understand. Mm. And sometimes you may not ever understand why you lost that loved one on this side. I mean, when I say on this side, that means why we're still alive. Right. We so, sometimes things happen. So when the guy was giving these people the instructions, I guarantee you, some of them they were like, "What? You talking about we're going to beat these guys by just walking around their walls?" That's like saying we're going to beat this team in sports and in, in football without actually throwing the ball or without actually coming on the field. We're going to beat them. It doesn't make sense. So sometimes, again, guys, God tells us to do something that it really doesn't make sense, but we're supposed to be faithful anyway and do what he tells us to do. Amen. All right? So look at verse 16. And it came to pass at the seventh time when the priest blew the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord have given you the city. He already told you that. You're, it doesn't matter what it, he told you to do to conquer the city. He already said, you're going to have the city. So just do what I tell you to do. It doesn't matter that it doesn't make sense to you. Right. You're going to have it. Just do what I tell you to do. Yes. Okay? Verse 17. And the city shall be accursed 
Remember, we're looking at the evil aspect of God sees everything. Nothing gets past the Lord. Nothing. Not Absolutely nothing. Zero. And the city shall be accursed, even it and all that is therein to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot shall live. Now, Rahab was the one that hid the spies, or the spies went to go spy the That's city. Right. She right. hid the spies. So God said that I'm going to spare you and your family because you helped us. So he's telling us everything in there is accursed except for them. You know what? That tells me God blesses faithfulness. God blesses people who take care. God blesses people who take care of other Christians. That's exactly right. He'll take care of you. Yes, he will. Just do what he tell you to do. Amen. He'll take care of it. See, what we want, we want to say, see, we want to live by sight and not by faith. We want to live by what we see. A disaster. And if you live by what you see. You'll never serve the Lord. Oh, you're in big trouble. You will be. Okay? So it says, Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all that are in with with her in her house. Why? Because she did, because she hid the messengers that we sent. That's right. Okay? Verse 18 of Joshua chapter 6. And ye, in any wise, keep yourselves from the accursed thing. So God is telling his people, you keep their city is accursed. Keep yourselves from it. Right. Don't fool. Don't don't mess with it. That's right. Gentlemen, God is specific. Yes, he is. He's not general. He's not gray. You know how some people say that's a gray area? No, sir. It's not a gray area. God tells you exactly what he means and what he wants. Amen. See, when we get to thinking, Samuel, we're the ones who mess things up. Yes, we do. Well, I just think. No, no, no. You don't need to think. God's already told you. Exactly. There's no point in thinking about it. God says, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You don't need to think about inviting somebody to church. Just do it. Well, I'm not I'm not a people person. I'm scared. This is that. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. God just says, do it anyway. He'll, yeah. help you. He'll help you get over your fear. That's right. Okay. So move it on. Verse, let's go back to verse 18. And ye in any wise keep yourselves from the accursed thing. Lest ye make yourselves accursed, when ye take up the accursed thing and make the camp of Israel accursed and trouble it. So he said, keep away from this stuff in the city because if you take it, it's going to mess you up. And you're in the camp in Israel, you're going to be accursed. Right. Gentlemen, how many times have you heard us say, be careful of the company you keep? Right. You hang around people that are wicked and not right with God, guess what's going to happen to you? Yeah. Eventually, you're going to end up thinking and doing the same things that you probably would thought that you would never do. Oh my! You can't continue to hang around with wickedness and expect not to fall into it. That's right. It doesn't matter who you are. It, it goes for me too. Why do you think I was talking? We was talking. About, I think Mike. I was talking to Mike the other day. I don't remember what we was talking about, but I was saying, you know what? Honestly, this is why I've had coworkers ask me to go places after work. Why? Now they're being nice. Right. But I'm like, no. Light and darkness have no fellowship one with another. That's now, right. that doesn't mean that I'm super spiritual and that I glow. No, no. No. That doesn't mean that at all. But gentlemen, I can't go around and hang around the wickedness that they do. They're drinking and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, look at that. I remember years ago, years ago when I used to drive for UPS, a guy told me, he said, hey, Trip, after, the, after work, we're going to the strip club. Yeah. Now, I'm like, you know, honestly, I, I didn't have to think about it. No. 
But see, this is the problem. Some of us in here today give, give you that look like, what, they ask you that? But yet, some of you look at wickedness on TV. Oh, you may not actually be in a strip club, but you look at things on on TV or on your phone where women are not dressed right. Yeah, they're stripping. Strip. Yeah, the women are not dressed right. That's right. And they're shaking their body parts. I'm not yeah. trying to be crude here That's exactly or inappropriate. Right. But gentlemen, what happens is we think just because we're not specifically in the place that it's okay. No. No. Doesn't matter. Okay. So guys, I'm just telling you. You continue to hang around with stuff and do stuff and people. Okay. Some of you, we all, uh, some of you, a lot of us watch basketball. I just heard about this John Morant. Okay. John Morant was this video to where he was a video showing a gun. And people were saying that they were talking about the company he hangs around is going to get him in trouble. Now, this guy is a multimillionaire, plays basketball, and he has, and he's hanging around people that's going to ruin his life, mm-hmm. but yet I want to be a thug life, and somebody's like, you, see, it's amazing to me how young people, they think this thug life is where it is, I'm hard, I'm not scared, okay, you're going to be sixth grade in the ground, we're going to have your funeral, I'm going to be hard and thug, we think thugged out is the way to go. Thugged out is the stupid way to go. Yes, sir. I'm just telling you. You better walk with Jesus. Um, you better. Or you're going to see him face to face. Mm-hmm. What are you going to tell him? Huh. So, gentlemen, again, we have a few minutes here. We're looking at the evil aspect of this good and evil that God sees. Look at verse 19. But all the silver and gold and vessels and brass and iron are consecrated unto the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So, verse 20, so the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpets and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat so that the people went in unto the city, every man straight before him and they took the city. So, of course, they did this. God gave them instructions. He said, before you take the city, this is what, listen to what I'm telling you. This is the instructions I'm giving you. So, guys, it was clear what God, what the expectations were from the Lord. Right. There was no confusion, Solomon. Mm-mm. There was no confusion at all. No. Verse 24. And they burnt the city with fire and all that was therein, only the silver and the gold and the vessels and brass and of the iron they put in the treasury of the house of the Lord. All right. Now, we're not going to get through this, of course, today. But now we get to chapter seven. OK. Of Joshua chapter of Joshua. Remember. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. Mm-hmm. Chapter 7 of Joshua. But, there now, here we go. Oh, no. But, the children of Israel committed a trespass. They committed a trespass in the accursed thing. For Achan, the son of Carmi... The son of uh, Zabbi, the son of Zerai of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing. Okay? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. Now, if you notice, guys, you know what? I'm going to save that until next week. Actually, next week, Brother Robert speaking. Next week is the second Sunday, right? Yeah, next week, Brother Robert speaking. I'm going to hold on to that one, that thought. Gentlemen, you can't. We can't hide anything from them. No, 
He sees no. all. He knows all. That's exactly right. So, you may be in here thinking you may have had a secret sin mm. that nobody has known about mm. for yep. years. Nobody has known about for years. You have been able to keep it under wraps for years. And nobody knows about Yeah, Gentlemen, <laughs> you know what? I, I forgot to read a quote that I have written down. I wrote this down. God sees and knows the thoughts before they are even formed in the words. That's exactly right. Before, before things are even formed in the words and actions, God already knows. Yes, he does. So if he already knows what you, you know how people say, I know what you're going to do. I know what you're going to say. Well, that's literally with God. He, he already knows what you're going to do the second we step out of this classroom. That's exactly right. So what makes you think you hiding your phone on the bus or you hiding your phone in class or whatever when nobody can see or hear that he doesn't see it? What makes you think that, again, some of you take your phone to your room and watch and doing all kinds. I this this is one of the main reasons. I've, I've had people that I know that I love dearly that I've seen them making TikTok videos in their rooms. Christians with godless music. And I'm thinking to myself, why do you have your phone in your room? Again, I'll be honest with you. This is why we have the rule for our kids that we have. Because I've seen this many, many, many times. You say, well, I would never. Well, I don't want to give them the opportunity because they're flesh just like me. Yeah. Don't even go across. I don't even start it. Nope. Don't even start it. Gentlemen, it's better to not start something than to try to get out of something. That's exactly right. Just don't even start it. But see, the devil has some of his food to where he says, you can do it this one, you do it this one time and nothing happens, nothing, you know, everything is good yeah. and it's, it becomes easier next time. Yeah. All lies. It becomes easier. So gentlemen, the eyes of the Lord yep. are in every place beholding the evil and the, good. and the good. Amen. And remember, you think you're getting away with it. At some point in time, the Bible says, you will be consumed. Yes, you will. It will consume you. Yep. All right. So, guys, again, like I always say, we love you. We'll pray for you. And uh, let's pray. And then uh, we'll dismiss.